0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I've been going on a rampage myself, but Quentin Rampage Jackson, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm fine, how you doing?
2: I'm doing extremely well. Action thriller Mojave Diamonds, available on demand, digital, and DVD on May 30th, just five days from now, on Lionsgate. So, Quentin, how have you been doing? Everything good? Everything's great. How's everything going for you? Ah, oh, never better. We just kind of... We go along having a magnificent time. I mean, I'm not going to star in an action thriller, Mojave Diamond, so I want to I hear all about this, Quentin. Yeah, what you, what you want to hear?
1: is was, was a great
2: film. Yeah, that's all I want to hear is what the film's all about, how you got involved in it. Uh, 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 this is something we can look forward to. You, how many uh, how many appearances? Are you, I mean, you're going to do a lot of movies now.
1: Yeah, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of movies here and there over the right, years. My um, right. I have was a uh, uh, it was a great film. They got me and Caprice on here and Chael Son and two other MMA fighters in there, and I got to work with uh, Nick, Nicholas Cage, Son, Wes, Polka, and it was. Um, you know, it was it was a good friend. They had me. You know, I don't want to give out too much, but they had me as a bad dude. And, you know, I don't get a chance to play too many bad guys, anymore, so that's pretty
2: fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to be honest with you, Quentin. Um, with the tone of your voice and looking at your picture right now, I think they go together rather well. Because if I if I pick up my phone, I go, "Hello." Yeah, Tom, it's Quentin. I go, what do you need, Quentin? (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He starts laughing. Quentin, you know exactly what I'm
2: talking about, don't you? (laughs) I think that's terrific. So did you, uh, now where did you grow up, first of all? I'm from Mississippi, Tennessee. Oh, you're from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Did you always know you wanted to become what you are? You wanted to become Rampage Jackson. How how early in life did it strike you that this is what I want to
1: do? Well, um, I grew up a big pro wrestling fan. Right. I, I thought I was going to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. And did you ever that's do I wanted that? To
2: do. Did
1: you? And as far well, as that's
2: concerned, uh, it worked I out. I I wanted
1: to. I wanted to MMA. First, I started wrestling in mm-hmm. high school because I thought it was pro wrestling, and then um, it took me down a path of
2: uh, MMA. And that was how many years ago? Do you remember, Quentin? I started wrestling when I was 17. Okay, and then MMA at what age? Uh, 21. Yeah, the reason I ask you that because so many young men that I know now are getting into. Uh, you know, they learn wrestling moves and all the rest of it. But MMA has become a huge sport. Uh, and it's kind of... It, uh, Quentin, do you b- agree that it's kind of taken boxing right out of the picture?
1: Well, um, it did it, take like boxing out of the picture for a while, but I, I feel like boxing is kind of making it like a comeback. Oh, slowly. So okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, it just... Although, i got to be honest with you, Quentin, the last fight I watched was uh, a guy named Mike Tyson fighting another guy who lasted 46 seconds. And I think I think Mike Tyson might have had a lot to do with, with boxing going away for a while because nobody could come near beating
1: him for God's
2: There's sake. There's a
3: lot of guys who wish they could last 46 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Hey, hey, 46 seconds is a long time, guys. (laughs) It's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It (laughs) could seem (laughs) an
0: eternity.
2: Oh, it would seem like an eternity if if Mike Tyson was coming after you. There's no doubt about that. Uh, You know, one time I I interviewed Mike Tyson many years ago on on a show I used to do, Quentin. And he was very, very pleasant, all the rest of it. But I joked around with him a little bit. And it's interesting, joking around with Mike Tyson, you get this. So, like, you would say something to me, and I'd be Mike Tyson. you go, yeah, well, then blah, 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 blah. There'd be a long pause, and then he'd go, yeah, that's funny, man.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know you're in trouble when the snake on his face turns red. Yeah, exactly. When the boy. snake
2: starts moving, you got some problems. So uh, Mojave Dime is going to be uh, it's available on demand, so uh, you can get it uh, on May 30th. Which is five days away. What should people look for in Mojave Diamonds? How does it start? I don't want to know how it ends. I just want to know how it starts. What's the premise?
1: Well, um, no, the premise is like you know that classic film where it shows like what people would do for family. You know, like, um, I don't want to give away too much, but you know, no, sure, family uh, is you know, gets in trouble and uh, you got to take care of business. This shows how far a man will go to save his family. That
2: is a wonderful thing, Quentin. I know you're out of time, but I'm going to someday call you up and ask you to record something for me from my telephone, and I, all I want you to say is, don't make me come over there. <laughs> 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 Quentin, thank you so much for your time I'm today, better. sir. Great talking to you. Have a good day. Quentin Rampage Jackson. There is a guy I can guarantee you has not liked his first few interviews.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, when we started, I was like, this guy does not want
0: to be here He does not want to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, growing up in Memphis, I think you kind of, that, that's that's a, sort of an instinct. Yeah. You kind of have a
3: wall up, you're saying? Uh, to be fair, he's also been punched in the head like yeah. 10,000 uh, yeah. Yeah. times, so yeah.
4: yeah. I think he'd prefer that to doing radio. Holy <laughs> buckets.
2: How would you like to, your phone, phone dings and you go, hey, hello, how you doing? Yeah, man, I heard you owe me money. How would you like to hear that on your phone? That'd be great, wouldn't it? Not
4: ideal. Well, luckily, I know that I could get out of that call quickly because I would just ask him a question, and he would probably be (laughs) gone.
2: Exactly. Richard Pryor still had the best line of all time. Mm. You're lucky I'm a Christian man. I'd be down there kicking in your
4: ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One of the great – I thought Quentin was a great guy. See, when I I first heard him, I went, "Uh uh-oh, somebody really pissed him off by being a smartass this morning, I can Mm -hmm. tell.
0: Well, have you ever been to Memphis – Oh, yeah.
2: I've yeah, been to it's Memphis.
0: It's an angry city.
2: Oh, is it ever. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an example of how angry that city is. Hmm? I'm filling up the car because we're going down to, what is it? I think it's uh, Interstate 11. I think hmm. it's just south, uh, south of there. Or it, it leads to Interstate 11, I think is a better way to put it. But uh, I literally am filling up the car. And this guy walks over me he goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He goes, you ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> That's well,
0: It's it. like the blackest city in America. Oh, yeah, it definitely
2: is. And there are parts of it are, that are great, and other parts you don't want to go mess with those people. Sure. I'm just By those people, I'm talking about the people who live there. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah, they give you a look like, what the hell are you doing filling up your car? Are you taking our gas? <laughs> well, I am paying for it, but, you know, I just... No, I thought I thought Quentin ended up being a great guest. I yeah. thought at the beginning was going to be a bitch, man. You
4: got it. You got around to him, but man, that was a painful <laughs> beginning. And <laughs> and like it's that kind of thing that when. He doesn't want. He doesn't even want to acknowledge or answer anything with more than one word. And then when he finally, at first, he was like, <laughs> "I'm not going to open my mouth fully uh, to tell you anything." And you <laughs> got to him where you guys finally started having actual conversations, and you made him laugh.
2: He was great.
4: But at the beginning, I was like, "I know this guy.
2: Like, oh, somebody really pissed him I off." I know.
4: Man. I was like, <laughs> I was like you, "We're not forcing you to do this, sir." Like.
2: Yeah, but can you imagine what a pain in the ass that is to come on and try to do something so everybody's being an a-hole about it?
4: Yeah, I, I, I know, I can imagine. Ugh. I can imagine as I look at you both.
2: Oh, a-holes? You mean the three of What do you mean both? Who got left out?
4: Ah, uh, Gelfand got left out. Oh,
2: Jesus,
0: Palomino. <laughs> hey, I, you know, hey, I'm, Here we go. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, wait a minute, I'm not a lover either. You there just, you go. Just a man.
2: <laughs> you know that every show from now on when I start... I'm going to start the show, and Brittany's going to talk to me, and I'm going to go, what's matter with you? <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to stop. No. You're away. No. No, no, no. Forget it. I ain't doing that. And
4: I'll go, well, this feels like home.
2: I thought I was Tony Joe White there for a second. Some of y'all have never been down south too much. Oak it, Oak it, I love that song.
0: Oh, it's a great song.
2: It is a magnificent song. But no, I was very, very happy. I thought those guests did a really great job. I love the fact that I've been in it long enough to recognize, yeah, this guy's already pissed off. Let's not piss him off anymore. No.
4: You don't make somebody whose name is Rampage or their. Rampage! They're promoting something called Rampage
0: angry. On On the other hand, I mean, it's almost your brand. Yeah. Angry yeah. people. No, you're right. Because what do we it think is. about when we think about some of the great guests that you've had over the last That's 40 true. years?
2: That is very, very it's, true. It's the
0: ones who were pissed off. The Shirley MacLaine's.
2: God, was she pissed <laughs> off. What Himalayan humor.
0: <laughs> who did she say that to You? I, she might have.
2: The, oh, such Himalayan humor. I think humor.
0: she did. I said something, <laughs> and then yeah. and she accused me of being a Himalayan humorist. <laughs> she did. I remember that.
2: Yeah, she was not friendly at all. Who was the biggest prick, though, of all time? Oh, it
0: had to be uh, what's-his-name. Rich name? Hall? Well, Rich Hall, he was right up there, the guy pretending to read the newspaper. Yeah, so he, wouldn't he wouldn't talk to us at all. He wouldn't talk to us, yeah. Not on the radio. He's and doing it,
2: radio interview. he wouldn't talk to us.
0: Well, you know, and there was that yeah. tense, like five minutes, when he was sitting in Studio B. Yeah. Before we got on the air.
2: Oh, I remember, yeah. yeah and then
0: he sat down The meeting. He put the, a screen up between himself and the rest of us. By pretending to read the paper, but he was reading the want ads upside down.
2: Yeah, he was. No, you're right. They were upside down, too. Yeah. You're yeah, absolutely it right. We've got to take a break here. And I, I, as we come back from just a couple of minute break, I, I want to throw this at you because uh, there's there, I'm just going from the top left to right. There's a picture of me. Then there's a picture of Brittany. There's a picture of Rudy. Uh, bottom level, there's a picture of a Judd, there's a picture of Mike Gelfand. Now, who are those five people? Uh, One says Tom, one says Brittany, one says Rudy, and one says Mike Gelfand. And then the final one says, the Twins won a game. Yeah,
1: baby.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Judd, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, I still got to ask you guys a question, and it's all of Major League Baseball. I have never seen so many errors committed in my entire life. Every game's got three, four, five errors. What is
5: that? Three and
0: one look, inning the other, day, yeah, right? and the other day. Yeah,
5: the Giants committed three, and I think it, it was the third. That was a team that was very, very pleased to have won two games and said, you know what, it's a getaway day. We don't give a damn. See yeah. ya, bye. Yeah. Seven, seven to one loss. But you know what, Tom? At least you should be happy. I am happy because they team won a game. finally won a bleeping game. And just a quick yep. question: How can Rich Hall be a prick? He was never that funny.
2: No, he's never funny. He was not good at all. He was he was a raging prick. Gelfand will tell you, he was a very unpleasant. Oh man.
0: yeah, well, so many comics, real comics. I don't even think he's a real comic. You know?
2: No, I agree.
0: But because he built his fame on that Sniglets thing.
2: Oh, remember what he got uh, the look he gave me? I said, uh, "Do yourself a favor. Don't go into my neighborhood and use the name of your book because it ain't going to go well." Sniglets. He was famous really? for.
0: He was famous for one thing. Sniglets, right? Yeah, that was so it. He comes yeah. in and says, yeah. "I ain't talking about snigglets
2: Yeah, today. yeah. He didn't want to what, talk about what sniglets. What are you
0: going to talk about? You got nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why don't you call your dad, Robert Hall? We'll Talk to him about his shoes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand that whole lot. You. You're coming in to promote your own show and you're a prick? I don't understand but
0: that. But that was the thing with comics. They, they, they'd come in and immediately start basically sending out signals to people. Whatever you do, don't come to see me tonight.
2: Oh, Daniel Tosh. Every time we had him in, he was a complete asshole.
0: I don't even remember
3: him.
2: Yeah. Did you ever work with him, Rudy? No,
3: we talked about him yesterday. I did see yeah. that he has got dates coming up in September because I looked him up. Oh, in town he's, here? Uh, he's in the States. I don't know if they're going to be in town, but it looked like eventually he'll end up making his way to the Midwest. So yeah. probably early next year. And,
0: and who's the guy whose parents were deaf? Oh, wow, uh, you talk. Todd Gass?
3: No, not-, not Todd Glass? Glass. Todd Glass? No, oh, yeah,
0: that was it. Right? No. I think- no? No, he's talking Craig about. Gass. Craig
3: Gass. Gass yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Craig Gass. Craig yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, he and I and the weirdest thing happened ever. Uh, so I'm I'm sitting in the office with, with Dave, our program director. Amblin. There's a few of us in there. And and you know, this guy he was I I don't even where was he from? I can't remember, but he he's not a local guy. Oh, no, no,
3: he's out east. He's I from be- out east. Yeah, right? I believe now he lives in Phoenix. Yeah, But yeah, so. so. well, he grew up out east, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: so his name was mentioned, probably not in a positive way, because he had a habit of like, you know, dominating everything he touched.
2: No, he does, but I I really like the guy. I think he's a great guy. Oh
0: I I I don't know him. No, I never I knew him. No, I understand. But you know, it's just the fact that he he took over the Vegas show for like you know, 48 hours. Oh, straight. he did. That's, yeah. That is true. I He's remember like that. He was supposed to be there for 40 minutes, right? He would hilarious. not leave. And then it was like after the show got <laughs> over, he'd say, well, what are we doing tonight, guys? <laughs> uh, let's go bowling tonight. He's a very nice guy. So I was sitting in Dave's office and somebody says, well, you know, his parents, uh, his parents are deaf. Right, and I said, I think they're only pretending to be. No, that's
2: his sister that's pretending to be. <laughs>
0: and I look out the, I look out the door. He's walking by.
2: Oh God!
0: I mean, what are the odds?
2: Mm-hmm. That's not how'd that work out. Uh, he just, he
0: just pretended he was deaf.
2: He's a very, very pleasant guy, actually.
0: Well, I, I don't. I like I say, I, I have no idea.
2: What are you gonna do? Tom, you're so handsome.
0: See, now who would love that guy? You know, he tells the truth,
2: you know, comes on the
5: show. Judd, what do you think? I, I think that Gelfand, I know this is going to shock you. I think it's my opinion that Gelfand, not a big people person. What? <laughs> I think Gelfand, not a he's big people deep, person. He's There's a difference offended. between. You, you are like I am probably, you get annoyed. It doesn't make the person a, a bad guy. Right. But, like, if they don't shut up or something, we're probably on the same page about, would you just shut the bleep up? Mm-hmm. As opposed to a complete jerk. Um, I'm just amazed that comedians who are trying to promote, like, their appearances and survive, right. I would guess, right. by that, wouldn't be the nicest guys or gals. And that, like, I could see actors. But when you guys did the thing with Keanu Reeves and what his band was, a dog star and poof yeah. on him? The Chucker. That's one, <laughs> the Chucker, that's one of the great, and he was great. He played along. He thought it was hilarious. He was so high, I'm sure he
2: can't he remember it, but. Handled it better than anybody else.
5: Oh,
0: oh one other guy. Oh, really? Uh, what's his name, the Wonder Years guy.
4: Yeah, yeah, he did it Oh, really that's well. right, Fred,
0: uh, Fred yep. Savage. Savage. Savage, there you go. Fred <laughs> he was Savage. so
5: young, too. His voice is like, <laughs> hi, everybody.
0: He was the, he was the best <laughs> ever. You're right, you're right. He, he loved the bit. He did. And he went along with it. You know, sometimes people, they, they want to be real hip, you know, and and so they play along too much. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree. And
0: you don't yep. want that. But, but Fred Savage played it just right. And he was, what, like 14 at yeah. the time or yeah, something? Yeah,
2: he was. Tell you what, uh, by coincidence, I talked to the Chucker yesterday. Yeah. I talked to him because there was a, a story released, and I don't know who, did, I don't even know who does this, but there was a story released that I fired John Lassman. <laughs> yeah. like, so I'm talking to Lassie last night. He's like, what is that? I mean, it, it's where do they come up with this crap?
0: I didn't know you had that kind of power.
2: No, I, I didn't either. Who did because, the story, Tom? Um, like, I, like, where was know, it? it? It was on the internet. Oh, God. It was one of those I mean, deals. A lot of truth on the internet, baby. That's
5: not really a story, Tom. That is: a, well, I know, yeah.
2: That's, that's, that's why know, we're that's, laughing about it. Well, I fired everybody. Everybody's ever been fired mm-hmm. from any job in America. I fired them. It's true. Is the
5: Chucker going to make a comeback? That's the
2: question. I am trying to talk him into maybe visiting us once in a while. But he lives in St. Cloud now, so it would be kind of a bitch. Yeah, but true. I did, uh, he, that Chucker bit was one of the most brilliant bits of all time. You're using all that Ryman Simon stuff. I can't follow along. I mean, that's a brilliant line. Ryman Simon stuff.
5: (laughs) That stuff remains some of the best, just like bits I've heard.
2: No doubt about it, of all time. And he did those all himself. Did he really? He did. He wrote, he just. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was all ad lib, or he wrote some of it, well, or I don't know how he did it.
0: Well, and I don't want to give away any secrets, but there was some editing involved.
2: <laughs> you mean of other people's material?
0: Uh, no, no, it's the, you can hear it, the yeah. editing, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. Well, Judd and I respect that, because we yeah. know the toughest part about uh, writing a story is is the editing, right? Yeah, is sure, our, yeah. our editing it. Yeah,
5: uh, yeah. well, exactly, exactly. A, yeah, yeah I, you... You have to put things together at at the end. But still, the thing about the Chucker that I always loved was that took balls.
2: No, you're right.
5: Like what he was doing, I don't care if it's on the phone or not. When you have a book time with a quote-unquote celebrity and you pull that and, and make it work a lot. That takes a lot of calls. I couldn't agree more.
0: Well, yeah, but what would take really more balls would be if you're, if you're interviewing, a let's say, a Saudi high official.
2: Then you get murdered?
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
2: That would not be good. That's,
0: that's when they love you to pieces. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: We have to take a quick break. Be right back more with Judd Zolgad and Mike Gelfand in studio.
3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
2: Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. 269 per month for 24 months,
5: 10,000 miles per year, 5900 due at signing. Vin PC 261725.
6: This is Bob Sansiver and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife Mary when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e-law.com there's plenty of thoughts that
2: come into your head when you think the name killabrew Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are
5: made.
4: When it comes to weight loss, there's quick fixes and then there's long-term solutions. Where does Livia follow, uh it falls.
5: it falls definitely, Brett, in the long-term solution category because here's what they're going to help you do they're going to help you like they did with me lose weight of plus 40 pounds almost two years ago now but the most important thing is they're going to help you keep that weight off and that's the thing we've all gone on diets we've all gone up and down so if you want a program that's going to work long term and keep that weight off keep those skinny clothes on you this is the program uh, in fact, you know what? Lose up to 15 pounds by the 4th of July. Join today and you're going to get three months free. That's right. So you are going to get three months free. Go into summer looking great and feeling great. 855 go L I V E A, Livia.com. L I V E A.com. Check them out. Lose the weight and keep it off
3: this is the tom bernard morning show podcast
2: we are back ladies and gentlemen little news little information do have to mention this because i adored this woman only met her a couple of times and that was a long time ago tina turner has died at 83 years old unfortunately what a talent and what a sweetheart of a human being she was a very very nice person i don't think i would have wanted to fight her though Uh -uh. do you ever see her legs
4: Oh my God, they're crazy! She could
2: throw a punch, man. With those legs, I'm telling you.
0: She she had to be she had to be able to, considering who she was married to. That's true. Ike was not very
2: friendly. Ike guy. could
0: throw a punch too. Oh God! What was Ike's most famous line? Oh yeah, what was that again? Well, all I remember is he was he was asked about about whether he had he had punched her or beaten her or yeah, something. Yeah, right. And you don't remember the line? No. Because you can do it much better than I could. But what he said was, and it's not funny in today's context at all. No. But but it was, well, I mean, it only made you, like, respect, well, I wouldn't say respect her, but sympathize with her more. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, you know, I don't hit her any more than no normal man.
2: Well, that's right. I don't hit her any more than any normal man. She
4: said, yeah, I don't hit her, but I didn't hit her more than the average guy beats his wife.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jesus. I wouldn't even know what the average would be, would uh, you? I'd say none, but I, I don't know.
2: I can prove that I've never hit Catherine. Because you're still alive? <laughs> That's exactly Cause, the cause answer right there. Because you weren't right hit there. with the frying pan while you were sleeping. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm still alive, baby.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't all. end well for you. No, it would not have ended well for me.
0: But she had the, the, most of, her pipes were just incredible.
2: Oh, God, what a talent. Just busted her ass, worked her ass off, no doubt about it. Tina Turner died yesterday at her home in Switzerland after what uh, her reps called a long illness. She was 83 years old. Just a few months before her death, Tina had said that she was in great danger due to kidney disease. Tina rose to fame in the 1960s as part of Ike and Tina Turner Review with her husband, Ike Turner. After his kid. I like the fact she was married to Ike Turner, and now she lives in Switzerland.
0: <laughs> as far away <laughs> as possible. I get as
2: far away from that prick as I can.
0: And how does Ike get the first uh, the first billing on that?
2: I know, Ike and Tina. It's Ike. like, what did you do?
0: <laughs> Ike, you could have been anybody. Sonny and
2: Cher, Stretch. Yeah, Sonny and Cher, that's sunny all I got to say. That's true. That's exactly right. And you know, it's always Catherine and Tom, so I'm screwed. You know, Catherine and Tom... Uh, after escaping Ike's abuse in 1976, she said what she had to do to survive before her solo career took off with her 1984 album, Private Dancer, featuring the hits What's Love Got to Do With It and Better Be Good To Me, uh, the title track. Also, of course, the following year, she played uh, Auntie Entity in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, featuring her hit song, We Don't Need Another Here. Oh, God, what a great song. Tina sold 200 million albums and won eight Grammys. At 56, she was hired as the face of... Uh, of the $20 million campaign for Hanes patty hose because, you know, those legs. Oh, yeah. That's I what know. it says. She had some legs on her, man. Yeah. I'm very, very sad about that. I loved Tina Turner. Like I said, I only met, met her a couple of times. and it was a million years ago, but what a talent. And to put up with the crap that she put yeah. up with. Can you even imagine that? No.
3: No. Did you guys uh, ever watch Shit's Creek?
2: Oh, I love Schitt's sure. Creek.
3: There's an episode where Noah, is uh, he's one of the guys, uh, characters on the show, plays a song for his boyfriend, David, and he plays Tina Turner's Simply the Best on an acoustic guitar, and it is, man. It's so one of the only songs I listen to. Yeah. yeah. If you see me listening to that song in my car, it, something terrible has gone on in my life. I am out there just bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Just, ah, uh, there's a version of that song that just cuts me
2: to the core. So I want to know, I mean, honest to God, you look at that, yeah, that you're right, that is... Fantastic. I don't know. It just upsets me that the, the Well she was eighty three though. That's a pretty good run. It's up in an average yeah, run uh, now, isn't uh, it? Yeah. I don't want to life. think about that. <laughs> I don't either, but
5: you know, that's just the way it's That's that a pretty is. good life right there though. Yeah. Oh Tina's. Well that and I, I think if you I think if you get eighty three ish or so it's yeah it's um a little bit difficult to say, you know, cut short.
0: Well, um, you know uh <clears throat> This uh, this maybe uh, maybe going too far, but uh, the clock I have in my bedroom does go backwards. Well, good. Yeah, it's it's not really a clock; it's just counting down.
2: Are you like twenty? Oh, nice. Oh, I thought you were like, like twenty-seven y- years old. Now <laughs> <laughs> going He's back, Benjamin
0: Buttoning. What are you on a doomsday cycle there? Well, I it wasn't when I came in, but you why know, are you now? Well, but just this, you know. I mean, um, I'm a long ways from eighty-three, but still, I can see yeah, it in the still. distance.
2: In the distance, the, the far distance. Yeah. And how old was your father when he died?
0: He was uh, 92. That's what I thought. And your mother? Uh, she was about 73.
2: She was only 73. Yeah,
0: you know? but, I mean, she had lupus. She, yeah. Yeah. she was clinically depressed all her life. Was that after you were born? Uh, Thank well, you very much. Great to be here. Well, no, that, that's what she said to me. <laughs> Did she really? No, was, she I was. I do remember that. Yeah, she was on her deathbed. And morphine oh. <laughs> was uh, coursing through her veins. And I said, Mom, uh, so um, when, when did this terrible depression you've suffered from all your life, when, when did it start? And she said, well, I never got over the terrible depression that came over me after you were born.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. She really said that? Yeah, I she loved,
0: said that, yeah. I love that so I laughed. Much. I mean, a lot of I people go, oh, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> yes. The, no, it, thing, the thing was, it wasn't true. But so, was she
2: trying to be funny? No. no I didn't she, think so.
0: Not with that. Well, that was a lot of morphine
5: <laughs> that she had been under. No,
2: no, this Don't, was a dying woman. Break this into was, a- this... Comedy
5: routine after being pumped with morphine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, that's that's why I always say that, you know, my, the first words I spoke were right after I was born. I looked up and saw her and I said, not you again. Not you again?
2: Oh, damn
0: it. It was never a great relationship.
2: No, nah, that is unfortunate. Like my dad, your mom, yeah. what are you going to do? Rudy, he's very close to his father. Yeah. Obviously. Britney, yeah. really tight with her father. Yeah, you know.
0: These things do happen, don't they?
2: Isn't it amazing? They're, have you ever met anybody in radio that got along with both their parents? I don't think I Just ever like did. a
4: well-functioning, normal well fun- human yes, exactly. that doesn't yeah. want attention all the time? Nope. Not no even chance. Charlie
2: Boone? Maybe Charlie. Maybe back in the day. That's Roger Erickson. <laughs>
5: Roger. <laughs> yeah, Hobbs. Uh, yeah, Franklin Hobbs. Hobbs, House. Hobbs House. Franklin got along with his folks great, I hear.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: probably true. That was what 1887. Mm-hmm. That was that was. Mm-hmm. Hey, gang, how about Steve Cannon,
5: gang?
0: Cannon got along with his parents pretty well. He did. Well. Yeah, he did. Didn't yeah. he? It was very close. But backlash
5: didn't. Backlash Larue did not get along with his <laughs> folks at all. I've heard. Isn't that
2: sad that Cannon died like two years after he retired? It wasn't very long. I don't know if it was two years, but it was not long after he retired that he did not. He didn't live much longer. No,
0: it must have been about seven years ago, wasn't it?
2: Well, it's got to be about right. Yeah, I, I, think I so. would think that's about Maybe I should look it up seven years. Because I do that once in a while. God, wasn't that like five, six years ago? No, Tom, it was 22 years right. ago, actually. <laughs> but, you know, don't worry about that. In any case, so I did watch the Twins game yesterday. I am still, I do not understand five errors in one game, three by, by them and two by us. Is that, is that how
5: it went? I think that's correct. Yes, and and like Mike said, the three by the Giants came in the same in inning. Yeah, they. Yeah, you're not wrong about like. I think you're correct. Fielding, for the most part, has been atrocious. It's
2: terrible, and I'm talking about across the board. Right. I have a question for you guys, and maybe you can answer this because I was never an outfielder, and I well, they do it in the infield too, though. What is this deal now, where they put the the glove to the left of their head if they're you know a left, right-handed player, mm-hmm. and wait for the ball to get into their glove? I mean, it's they it literally instead of they used to do this, about. they put it in front of their face. Remember those days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now they yeah. put their hand over here and they catch the ball, but not as often as they would have when the when the glove was centered. Yeah, I don't. Why did they do that now? That to look cool.
5: That's
2: right. Yes. Yeah, I think you're exactly
0: is, right. Yeah. Oh, God. But well, I have to say though, I God, I love the time the clocks now that they put on the players. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. good move. I mean, all the histrionics that we saw from hitters all the time.
2: Oh know, yes. And now yeah. they can
0: basically only do the sign of the cross once.
2: <laughs> only one sign of the cross. How are they going to get by, Mike?
0: I don't know how they. you know, no, it's terrible because they. You get two strikes. If you get two strikes mm-hmm. on you as a batter. You hold up your hand, you tell the umpire, you yeah. want to take your one yeah. break. And You're the right. one break lasts for like, what, 15 seconds maybe? Mm-hmm. is the most, right? I think that's right, yeah. yeah. So it's just enough time to do the cross a couple of times. We've got to do the cross. Yeah. Right? The cross. Uh, we have an
4: email from a listener, uh, Aaron, who said, Can you ask Judd or Mike why the umps strike zone is wildly large this season? It's
5: terrible. Because they are, for the most part, guessing. And because we now have, like it or not, we have what the strike zone is supposed to be on the screen constantly. Yes. yes. Yeah. This is what – it's not like the umpires in the 70s were better. We just didn't have the strike zone literally drawn on the screen for us. Yes. So yeah. and, right. And, and, right. it looked worse.
0: And given the fact that, the like, the the fastballs are now about 98 miles an hour – Although, what's what's the name of the guy, the relief pitcher? Duran, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. So, yep. so he hit, what, 105 polar, right? the other day? Mm-hmm. So you got guys throwing a 105-mile-an-hour fastball. You got guys throwing the sweeper slider, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, which basically bends about 10 feet from <laughs> it when it's does. released. It does. I would have to say, and I hate to say this because I hate authority. No. Yeah, I know. It's I've, I've just— I've decided to just come out with that. Okay,
2: good. I hate
0: authority, but I think the umpires actually do a pretty good job for the most part. But it's the best they can do, and it's not good enough, which is why we're going to see the robo-ump within the next two, three years. Yeah, because
2: they're missing pitches by about a foot.
0: Well, the worst of them, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, generally speaking, what happens is the typical umpire does pretty well for about four innings.
2: Yeah, I could see that.
0: And then after they've watched about a hundred pitches, uh, then there's a little bit of regression, which I think is normal. That's why, what they ought to do is just is just have the umpires, uh, you know, the first guy should umpire for four and a half innings, and then and they then get in, and rotate, move another that makes guy sense. in, yeah. No, you know, no, no. Here's what you
5: do: you pay the guys who are good at balls and strikes more, and have them exclusively behind home plate. This whole thing of Mm -hmm. rotating in guys that suck at their jobs is ridiculous. Like you don't, you don't go to the back of a plane and get someone who's serving Diet Pepsi's to fly the plane you know, as a part of a rotation.
0: But the, and if you're you, right, because that's, that's the way it used to be no done. It makes no sense. It used to be that that the guys who were best at calling balls and strikes did it like every game. A lot yeah, of people don't yeah. know that because right. you, know, you wouldn't see it today. But that right. used to be the way they did it.
5: Exactly. Hey, Tom, I got to run. I know. Patrick, I hate so that. Sorry about that. Tell them right. to
2: cancel the show from now on. <laughs> All right, we'll talk I'll, to you next week. Talk to you about it, Judd Zolgad, Ladies and gentlemen, score North. So yeah, I um, I don't know. It, it just I love watching the Twins, but boy, it's been a rocky, rocky year. Well, the
0: problem is that you see a lot of errors, you lots see, of errors, and you see a lot of just not very good plays. I agree. You see guys behind the plate who, at best, sometimes stop the ball. I'm mm-hmm. talking about. The, I'm talking about the catchers. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's harder to stop him these days. But I mean you look at oh, the yeah. you look at the twins, the, the guy they traded for, Vasquez, I mean, he just he can't catch anything.
2: 66 and a half feet and that ball's coming at you hundred and five miles. Yeah, it'd an be hour. a little tough.
0: Whoa, that's gotta be a bitch. No, it's tough. And you got a yeah. typical baseball game, you're gonna have like like eighteen strikeouts is about normal. Yeah, it in is a, now. in a game. Yeah. So you're not I mean, this game is doing a lot better than it should do given things like yeah, that. I agree they with They sped you. the game up, so that's a huge thing. And that's a great start. But, um, you know, we've talked about it before. That's that's why they got to move the plate back because the ball has to be put in play. In play. Mm-hmm. You know, it used, used to be, oh, wow, well, it was a great pitcher's game. You know, it was a right, fun game to right. watch. It's not fun anymore.
2: I agree. It's not as much fun as it used to be. They got to do something about this. Watching people, you know, showboat catching and lots of errors committed, and it's just Jesus. I uh, I'd like to get back to the old kind of baseball where you get your ass chewed out every time you make a mistake. I love that. Benched. Benched. Exactly. Well,
0: now I mean, the the thing is, I understand that players want to exhibit a little flair, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's okay, exactly and that's right. Fine. I yep. mean, I, they should. They're they're great athletes. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't think they're as great as basketball players, but they're they're great. You know, they don't. They're not required to do as many things say as uh, basketball players do. Mm-hmm. But they're still great athletes, and you, they should you know, should be able to have a little flair. But the the problem the problem is that it's it it gets to the point where, you know, they do things well. The best example is because it happens all the time. A guy hits a long fly ball. It could be a home run. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They stand at the plate.
2: Yeah. And then and when, watch it.
0: And then when the ball <laughs> bounces off the 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 wall in center field. Yep. All of a sudden they got to rush to maybe get a double. And a lot of times they get they turn a triple into a single. Hey,
2: it's exactly now, right. Yeah,
0: and and you know a guy would have been fined in the old days. Yeah. And I'm not when I say the old days I'm not talking about like 1920. I'm talking about 1980.
2: 1919, when they fixed the World Series. What about that?
0: Ah, those were the days. Those
2: were the days, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Okay, i got to run this by you guys. These are the worst films of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Do you have, the three of you, do you have a movie that you thought was the worst movie you've ever seen? Because I was just trying to think of one.
0: Well, I mean, do you count movies that are so bad that they're great?
2: Well, that's interesting. I
0: think you have to.
2: Yeah, probably. Because
0: otherwise, they don't stand out at all. You don't remember.
2: Is there one for, Brittany, is there one movie you went, oh, my God, this is the worst movie I've ever seen?
0: There was a movie I walked
4: out on, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was like the premise was it was a Home Shopping Network show, and that a guy was <laughs> claiming to be Jesus in it. And oh, I think it had God. big names in it. And it was the only time I ever walked out of a movie. I wanna f- I'm want to. going to figure out oh, the name.
0: Yeah, I want to see that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you don't remember the name of the movie. No, though?
4: I can't. I was trying to Google it, but of course, I, it's a crazy thing. I just put in the search.
2: Now yeah, there you go, Rudy. Help! What do you got?
3: Yeah, I think we have to go with movies that were bigger names, but they were big flops. Because yeah. there's obviously yep. some, like, I mean, there's movies out there like Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Right, right. We can't just, include that. Yeah,
2: one. You're is, right, yeah, you're no, right. Yeah,
0: is that, is that different from Room?
3: Yes, different from Room. Because yeah. Room was a pretty good movie. Yes, yeah, it, it was. was yeah. Academy Award winner, I believe it was, too. That's how good it was. But for bad movies, I would say Brad Pitt in Benjamin Button. That movie. I've never seen that. It is four I'm hours. 80 years. It oh, is no. so long. I oh, can't really? do it. It's, it's awful. It's so funny. It's so bad. It's so good.
2: Mike, what do you got?
0: Well, I can narrow it down to two.
2: Oh, two? Okay.
0: Two, yeah. One is Cocktail.
2: Never saw that. Oh, is that oh, the one with Brad
0: Tom or, Excuse me, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, the bartender? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bartenders mm-hmm. yeah Never saw very that. very funny scenes in there. Never saw and, it. And uh, the other one would be the Oscar. Never saw that either. Who's oh, in that? Tr- everybody's in it. Oh, are they? Everybody's doing There are all sorts of cameos in that terrible. one. And it's terrible. It's, and uh, it's worse than worse. It's a, like you got to <laughs> yeah. come up with a new word for it. It's so bad that it's hilarious. Really? And the acting is is hideous because it's one of the things that, that they used to use to build the movie was, and it's uh, Tony Bennett's film debut. Oh, really? It was, and it was also Tony oh. Bennett's film goodbye. Oh, I love Tony Bennett. He <laughs> was ended wonderful. It is, that ended his film career.
4: I found my movie. It's, uh, let me just give you the description. It's called Holy Man. Eddie Murphy stars as an over-the-top oh, television God. evangelist who finds a way to turn television home shopping into a religious experience and takes America by storm. Sounds terrible. Holy man! You
0: know that that some guy got got a uh, got a meeting with the studio executive and wrote all of that on a napkin. Yeah. Oh yeah. You no, can you're see it being right. done.
4: Jeff Goldblum was in it. I mean, there were some big names in it. I it was like him. S- Sucked. I and again, I think I was I wasn't that old. It was in theaters, and I walked out of it going, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." The,
0: right. The Oscar is so bad that uh, for years you could only get you could get it. You couldn't watch it. Uh, you couldn't stream it. No. You, no way. You had to buy the DVD. But it was so bad that God. they that they finally just just went ahead and and they made it available for streaming because there was such a demand for it. It's a cult yeah. movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would have to go with a very recent movie. Uh, what the hell is it? Oh, um,
4: you didn't like Evil, evil Dead, Dead Rise. Rise? Yeah. What,
2: what a it? horrible movie! Evil it? Dead Rise. Oh, I never heard of it. Okay, it just came out. Did okay, I think, in the box office. I, I think it did okay. Mike, it's an hour and a half of people getting stabbed in the face with swords.
0: Oh, right.
2: I mean, it's just the most violently disgusting God, movie I, I've I ever seen. I don't think I could handle that. No, you couldn't watch it. It's terrible. The acting in it's terrible, and it's just incredibly violent. I don't, you know, you want to throw a little violence in there, good for you. But, you know, it was way too much for me. All right, so we'll go with these are the worst films of all time. There are 10 of them, I do believe. That's all we're going to go with anyway. The top 10. I never saw this, Jaws the Revenge. You guys ever see that movie?
3: Uh-uh. Was that with uh, uh, Michael Caine?
2: Uh, it says Ellen Brody. Doesn't say anything about Michael oh, Caine. Steven Spielberg did it, of course.
3: Really? Because, yeah, there was one Jaws with Michael Caine where he plays like a helicopter pilot. Oh, really?
2: Pilot and it's awful. I'm trying to look and see. Roger Ebert commented it's not simply a bad movie but also a stupid and incompetent one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good review for you. Okay, next up, Mac and Me.
4: Oh, I remember Mac and me. It I don't was pretty that. much a commercial for Disney. The mm-hmm. whole—I t- mean, not Disney, McDonald's. Sure.
0: Oh, really? The
4: whole time, oh, yes. So
0: the whole thing was about product placement. <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. And
4: uh, there's like a hilarious. So the the main character, Kiddo, he's in a wheelchair, and they did this scene where he falls down like this insane hill, but like keeps falling, and they make it. Unbelievably long.
2: Oh God! And to
4: this day, Paul Rudd in, uh, goes on Conan O'Brien, and he always acts like he's going to show some premiere, oh, yeah. and he always <laughs> ends up showing that clip.
2: That's funny. Every that, single funny. time,
4: and Conan falls for it every single time.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll do one more. We've got to take a break, and we'll come back and finish the list bolero tried to be progressive and failed I don't I didn't remember bolero do you remember I don't that
0: I know I remember the movie yeah oh do you I don't think I saw it
2: 1984 bolero features a newly popular Bo Derek and was written and directed by her then husband oh, yes. John Derek yeah after 23 year old Air Mac McGilvery mm-hmm. graduates from high-end British College he sets off to find the eighth uh, the right man for her first Intimate. Oh
4: Jesus! Oh
0: God! This was a Derek exploitation movie. Derek exploitation.
2: There you go. Did she be having big old giants?
0: Uh, You know, she was a considered. I think uh, uh, total package type. You know, and it was all about. It was all about the slow motion run on the beach.
2: Oh yeah! Right! Right! Absolutely! Okay, we'll take a break. Come right back, and we'll wrap up the show with the rest of this list: the worst movies of all time. So far, they've done a good job because these movies are terrible. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes and finish
0: up the list. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. As you know,
2: my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM. Or go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So, why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores, and why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan this month. Month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Waisetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest
5: you. 269 per month for 24 months, 10,000 miles per year, 5,900 due at signing, then PC 261725.
2: You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota. Well, once again, I'm right. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with mnfatloss.com. The program has been great for me. I've lost 20 pounds, and I've been on the program for exactly one month today. I'm not feeling hungry. I am feeling a lot healthier, and I've got plenty of energy. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals. Certainly no hypnosis is going to happen. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast because my name's on the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm proving that you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months. Do yourself a favor and check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight, and I do feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, like I'm doing... That's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. Schedule your free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you.
4: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from
2: childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom,
4: Susie Essman,
3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
0: We
2: are back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, running down the worst films of all time, the top ten worst films of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes, and they do review movies. That's what they do, so...
4: Yeah, and I think they uh, include actual critics, and then anybody can also have their own... Rot- How you so, get a boat? Yeah, so I think it's kind of like the Wikipedia of reviews.
2: Okay, so we got Jaws the Revenge, we got uh, Mac and Me... Mm-hmm. We got to Bolero, and uh, now we've moved on to Return to the Blue Lagoon.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, that a, movie didn't really cry for a sequel, did mm, it?
2: No, it really did not. It says, it was as, as uncomfortable as it sounds. <laughs> I don't
0: know what that what? means.
4: I never saw Blue Lag- Lagoon. What was I the premise either. on that?
0: I never saw it, but I do take comfort in knowing that you couldn't do it today.
4: That is actually Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true, isn't it? Very true.
2: It is. Madhouse. I don't remember Mad Christie Alley and John Larroquette.
3: I loved that movie growing up. Oh, really, it was I, good. I tried to watch it when I was an adult, and it does not hold up. It <laughs> Different sucked. View, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Oh, that's too bad. John Larroquette and Christy Alley were good. That you would think two powerhouses like that, but yeah. I, you know, I, I think that was right in the middle of, of Christy Alley definitely going oh. through a drug phase, yeah. and yep. maybe Larroquette was as well. But I do remember the end of it. They drive a tank through the house and completely destroy it. And I just remember rewinding it over <laughs> and over again, laughing hysterically. Oh, God. And, yeah, no, yeah, sucks.
0: Christy Alley was, I believe, the the word used to describe her most often was difficult.
2: Oh, yeah, right. That's what I, I had heard that, too. Dream a Little Dream turned into a Nightmare, released in 1989, starring Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Dream a Little Dream follows an elderly couple who end up in the bodies of two high schools. Se- oh, that sounds
0: terrible. Oh, well, one of those things. Yeah, uh, you're
2: possessed by an elderly person. I've always person? hated that
0: premise. Yeah,
4: I don't like it either, the body switching. Yeah. Yeah, a
2: yeah, joke. Uh, the Slugger's Wife, I've never even heard of that.
4: The Slugger's <clears> Wife. The
2: Slugger's Wife stars Michael O'Keefe and risky business actress Rebecca De Mornay. Uh 1985 film tells the story of a baseball player who falls in love with a singer.
0: That uh, sounds yeah, great. That's great, yeah.
2: That sounds really great. How can you go
0: wrong with that premise? (laughs) (laughs) Which one
4: of them is the slugger? I don't even know.
2: Oh, and they said the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive, was horrendous, I guess.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that none of us had ever heard that it had a sequel is probably a good sign. Yeah,
2: I've never seen that movie. I have no idea. So far, I've gotten lucky because I haven't seen any of these movies. I'm very fortunate. Uh, Here's one. Maybe just the number should tell you something. Police Academy Four.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy. Hi-yo. What like
2: was that, that guy's name again? I
4: don't know, but he, like they built the whole movie around that. They started like the second and third, like he was the ninety percent of the movie. He
2: was, yeah, Michael was, Winslow. Michael Winslow, yeah, That's exactly. Of course, who that is. He, du- he
4: does stand he was, up, right?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. he was good at that, though, don't you think?
3: Oh, wow. yeah, the sound effects were,
2: they were amazing.
3: amazing. Yeah, a little cameo in Spaceballs, too. Yeah, there you go. I got the blips.
2: <laughs> Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, was the beginning of the end for the franchise. Precious Cargo wasn't Willis's brightest hour. I don't remember Precious Cargo. Mm-mm. Anyone? Did you hear what Bruce Willis starred in it, right? Did you hear what happened to him? Uh, that was so sad. Yeah. Was, he was on set filming a movie, and he's sitting at a cafe... And they bring him over a cup of coffee, and he goes, I didn't order that. He didn't realize he was shooting a movie.
4: Yeah. That's so sad.
2: Who's
4: watching over you at that point?
2: Yeah, don't you have to have a guardian standing by? And apparently now he can't act at all anymore.
4: Yeah, so like when you get to that point, Catherine's going to be like, yeah, Tom.
2: Tomorrow, you mean? Yeah.
4: He's going to keep poking you going, you're on air, and you're going to be like.
0: Friday. He has a, (laughs) how old is he?
2: Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, let me see if they mention it. I don't. Uh, no, they don't mention it. Anymore.
0: I. I can look it up. He's well, got
2: to be seventy, I suppose. That's about I, I th- it.
0: I. I think he has a form of dementia that. Yeah. That, just comes on really suddenly. You mean like booze? It was uh, like
4: frontal lobe dementia. Uh, uh, is it?
0: Yeah. See, so, so that thing, that thing just tears right through you. Oh yeah. It's not one of those. You know, it's not like Alzheimer's where you might have it for ten years.
4: Uh, he uh, is sixty-eight years old.
2: He's only 68? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I suppose that's close enough to 70. Um, yeah, I, I liked him in the beginning. I thought he was good on that. What was the name of the TV show he did? Uh, Moonlighting.
3: Moonlighting,
2: yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought he was good on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. Not a pleasant man. I've talked to him a couple of times. He's yeah. not a pleasant guy to talk to. But I suppose he has his friends, so that's good. Uh, the comedian got to be really good friends with him. Who the hell am I thinking of? Uh, and then all of a sudden, Bruce just stopped calling him. They were really good friends. Mm.
3: The only story I know about him and a comedian is Tracy Morgan.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, it wasn't Tracy. Yeah. It was, I can't remember who it was. I'll think of it. Highlander to The Quickening.
3: Oh. I've never heard of these movies. Got a lot of sequels here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. first Highlander was awesome.
2: Was it? Yeah, really good.
3: Mhm.
2: Uh No, wait a minute. I don't know how this is, could possibly be true. Pinocchio. What? Pinocchio is downright scary.
0: Oh, that's a lie.
4: Oh, is that the Tarant? Not the Tarantino. Oh, uh, the um.
3: I, I think they're talking about the original one, aren't they? They're
2: talking about 1997 Roberto oh, Benigni. Sure.
4: Yes. Oh. that's that's what I was starting it was to think. Was really of, that the bad?
2: Yeah. Oh, this looks horrendous it's just from the still picture.
4: S- looks scary. What the
2: hell did he get that outfit?
4: I don't know. It, it looks so spooky. They did a whole thing on like it being. Very scary.
2: Let me put it this way. I'm looking at this picture right now, and I'm going to call him and go, hey, your mom wants her outfit back. <laughs> what a weird-ass outfit. The Bad News Bears goes to Japan. Yeah. Oh, that, that even sounds great.
0: I'd watch that. I love those multiple mm-hmm. premise movies. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah. That's what you need. There was, that of.
0: was a big thing for a while.
2: I don't, I've never heard of any of these movies. Dark Tide with Halle Berry. I've
0: never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. It's Halle Berry. I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. I
2: know. Rather attractive young woman. Yeah. Maybe not so young, but the ridiculous six turned out to be (gasps) be controversial.
0: That's with Adam
4: Sandler. Yeah, Adam Mm -hmm.
2: Sandler's in it. Yep.
4: And it's actually super funny, but it's also, you have to just know it's ridiculous. So it's
0: just terrible. No, that's his brand. It Mm -hmm. was
4: not bad. Like, we laughed quite a bit. Our our niece, uh, Cassidy, made us watch it about two months ago when she was in town, and we were laughing pretty hard.
2: Ooh, I think this next one might be a problem. I think Nick Swardson was in it, but I'm not sure.
4: I think he was as well. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to remember... Taylor Lautner was in it, which was pretty wild. Oh, that right? Yeah.
2: And I think Nick was in this next one, too. Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Yes. <laughs> he was in that, wasn't he? I
3: think he starred in it, didn't he? I think yes. he... Oh, there's his picture. I'm looking bad. at it right
6: now. It's pretty bad.
2: <laughs> He's got the buck teeth and the horrible haircut. and So, Nick, that's too bad. One of your movies... Two of your movies got picked to be the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two of the ten worst movies of all oh. time. Fred the movie. I don't remember Fred.
3: Oh yeah, the Fred was like the first YouTube sensation.
2: Oh, it was. And okay. they made
3: they made a movie out of him. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
2: It doesn't. I don't even know who they're showing the guy who stars in. I have no idea who the hell that is. Yeah,
3: he's like a young blonde haired kid. Is L- that the, the,
2: Lucas Cruikshank?
3: Yeah, because he's the guy who like played Fred on YouTube.
2: Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. We only got a couple to go. Gotti missed the mark for a mobster film. Well, that oh,
3: people
4: tr- did not like that. Was that it, Randall it, who made that one? Travolta was
2: Travolta in Travolta was terrible, I heard. Mm-hmm. But
4: who made... I think it was... That's that Randall scandal, I think, that they're talking about, that he oh, made that it? and he was, was did not do well.
2: I do not know. Yeah, Home- Randall Emmett was one yeah, of the Randall Emmett. There you go. Homecoming gets 0%. Never even heard of that either. Exorcist to The Heretic. Oh, is that the one with uh, your boy from... Uh, from New York, what the hell's his name? Great actor. Uh, I can see his
0: face, but I can't think of his name. So, you know, I would go see a movie if, if the title was simply The Heretic. Just The Heretic. Yeah, yes. that's fine.
2: Forget the Exorcist 2 part.
4: Or The Tick? That was
2: Just a good the movie. Tick. The Tick? The, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's go see The Garbage Pail Kids.
3: <laughs> Hands down the worst. I, listen, I was a huge Garbage <laughs> Pail Kid fan. Oh, <laughs> you were? I didn't even I know what that so is. I can so see yeah. that you made a huge
4: Garbage Pail
3: Kid I still fan. have a card hanging on my fridge right now for a character named Rudy Tootie. Oh, oh. oh Danny yeah. he yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh. I, uh, but no, fart. that movie was awful. But the trailer is still out there. But it's so bad you can't find it on any sort of like, you can't get it on Amazon. You can't download it. It's not on YouTube. It is that bad.
2: All right, we gotta, we got, we're way past uh, mm-hmm. the due dates here, so we we can continue this some other time. How sure. about that? Sounds mm-hmm. great. All right, that's gonna do it. Talk to you tomorrow.